The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft Tobacco. The after show, the after show, the after show. It's the after show, everybody. Terrence Riley is still with us from Agonosa Leaf. He uh, stayed on to the show the whole two hours, and now it's the after show. Mr. Jonathan had to go pee. At the beginning of the show, he hasn't even got up to go pee. He held it in. The one person that got up. Uh, never was, gets up. He never gets up, and it was Barry because he had his bullet rye, and he didn't want to seem like the and alcoholic it, that he bullet is. Bourbon. <laughs> bullet bourbon. <laughs> Whatever the hell it is. it's almost gone. It's almost gone. I only had two glasses. Yeah? You filled them all the way to the top. Well, that's beside the point. It's two glasses. That's why he has a big glass. <laughs> anyway, today I want to talk about cigar events, the past, present, and future. And, um, you know, will things get back to normal? And if they do, will the normal be a different normal altogether? So I know with us, we've been doing events, um, maybe when we shouldn't have been anyway, um, <laughs> a little earlier than we, than we were allowed to. But we did them, and typically we would sell out really fast. Uh, that hasn't happened. Um, and I say this uh, a few days before our tickets for our 36th anniversary goes on sale. It goes on sale this Saturday, May 1st, where we have um, 500 tickets to sell, $250 a piece. Usually sells out in hours. I'm a little worried this year that I don't think it's going to sell as so fast. I've had a lot of people reach out to us from out of state yeah. that want to know how they can get them without being in store. So I told them, you know, you call one 224 4272 and uh, you can get it by the phone. Yeah. The interest this year seems greater than last year wow okay so that's going to be interesting uh, i'm really looking at you know unfortunately we're like the first ones to try to pull something off this fast we have the p the p tpe show coming up if that was earlier i could see the reaction what's going to happen in there but the show was going to go on we're going to do it no matter what but how's it going to be so terrence you've been out there um can you you know, you've been to the same store before and now after. Do you see less of people showing up? Yeah, you see, there, there's some, it varies. Some are more than others. The, the Northeast seems to be overall the most concerned, quite frankly. A lot of Florida, a lot of Texas, a lot of, you know, the Southeast really weren't as, you know, ever that concerned to begin with. And yeah. it just seemed that it didn't change too much other than the, the, the store itself didn't want to get in trouble, so it would maybe limit the number of people and yeah. things like that. But as you get up into the Northeast, definitely there's there's more concern about that. So there's definitely a percentage of people, I think, that they like the new way of being you know, virtual and seeing it there yeah. and being in the backyard or whatever. But I think most people are still 
at some point looking to get back in, whether it's after they get a vaccine or, or never concerned at all. Not to make it political, but it seems like the blue states were a little bit more concerned than the red states. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I, I've seen some hybrid models that have come out. Um, Abe at Smoke In is great smoke. Yeah, great smoke. Uh, and you, you went to it. Yeah, it was excellent. It so normally thousands of people this time, 100 people. Yeah. But he did it virtual also. Yeah. And it looked like sales were through the roof. I mean, he did better than he ever did. Yeah, no, it was incredible. They did a great job and, you know, a lot of viewers all over the country, yeah. you know, and so I think it was it was a great model. I think he's going to he's going to hybridize it for next year. I think he's going to have a lot more people at the event, but they're also going to keep the broadcast aspect yeah. of it in some so way. So I'm I'm wondering if a hybrid model is the way of the future. We did a couple of little ones that were up here, the meatball event we do each year. Yeah, with the uh, soccer. We, yeah, so we had what we hoped for was 50 people, we only got 30. And we still did the event, but we also did it as a hybrid and had it online also. And sales were better than they ever were. Yeah. So it, it may be the new change-up that happens. I wonder if this can happen also at trade shows. Can it be a hybrid version of a trade show? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a, it's a little bit more difficult in terms of the moving parts of it because you have different manufacturers yeah. and it's, you know, everyone's going to be in a different location. So it, it can be done, but I think it would take a lot of preparation. The key is, the key is that... A cigar event is not a buy five, get one free. That is not an event. There's no experience there. It's you're, you're basically training a dog, giving him a treat for buying the thing that's on special this week. An event is really a, an experience. You know, yeah, guys, when, you, when you do the two cigars and you take yeah, the fumas, two tobaccos, yeah, yeah it's, it's awesome. Somebody goes through that and they, can, they, they learn something at the same time. They, at that point, have to try the finished product. Yeah. Oh, my God, here's the finished product. And then it turns, majority turns into a sale because the cigar's good. Yeah, and a long-term sale. I mean, you know, not only are they buying it just because of some deal or something, but they've actually experienced how the process you know, works. And, and they, they see it's a real thing that you have to blend different tobaccos to create a, you know, the flavors that you get out of the cigar. And, and so the best part about it is that person oftentimes becomes a long-term customer because they, they enjoy the experience. Yeah. I see that Drew Estate is doing their bond burners or bond smokers. Yeah. Uh, again, it uh, looks like it's set up Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. Do you do that? Yep, we do that. You know, that's yeah. going to be out there in August. Yeah. So it's, it's outdoors. The majority yeah, of both a- of those things are outdoors. The indoor ones, I, I wonder there's going to be a percentage of people that have been spooked enough that you know, I'd rather not be around a whole bunch of people. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to happen. I hope it doesn't. But do I you, think, do you notice the demographics of the events have changed? That more older people are staying away, and it's the younger people coming out, or vice versa. There definitely were uh, among the the older crowd guys that wouldn't come to the store. It, it, it was not so much events; it was the store itself. Like it wasn't. You know, it didn't make any difference whether there was an event going on. They just didn't want to be out, um, you know, for health reasons or whatever. So you, you did see that. Um, but then again, you saw people that didn't do that. I think the key thing, it's like anything. It's like, you know, you guys have great store locations, great experience. You also have the online side. You don't say, well, we're all, we're only going to do this and that's it. You take advantage of every opportunity. And if you can do some virtual events or tie virtual into your events, I don't see why that's a bad thing. I mean, it's just another way to get another person that, you know, there are people out there that just couldn't be there no matter what. And if you can get that guy to partake more power to us all. Yeah. We have Husto Aro coming next week. Uh, he's coming up and he's doing a papaya night. He's Ooh. actually cooking the papaya. You cook papaya? Papaya? No. Paella. 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 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I've never had that before. Is that an endurance thing? <laughs> Paella. Paella is amazing. You're going to love that. And um, again, we got 30 people and normally it would have been 50 people right out of the gate. No problem with people waiting, you know, 
in line to see if somebody's dropping out or something. And um, it's not happening. It's a week away, right? I, yeah. I think it's more up here. Like, I, as far back as July, we didn't, I did an event up in the Pittsburgh area. And it was a dinner. They had probably 75 people there. And there was no concern, really. I mean, they were just, they were fine. I mean, they, they, yeah. there was no, no issue. So we do cigar schools on Thursday night, so we give a certificate to a charity, and it's eight people, and sometimes we do two groups at the same time. We haven't done one in over a year now. Yeah. Over a year. A company reached out to us, and um, we do it for this host company that does it virtually for people we don't even know who they are, and we do it, and they'll get 30 people, 50 people to tune in and watch it virtually. But I, as, as I do it, I feel like... It's just not the same. They're not, you know, passing around the tobacco leaves after and all the stuff. But they, they tune in, they do it. But there's something missing for sure. They're not getting 100 percent of what they want. Well, they don't know what they don't know either. Yeah. I mean, they've never been. And to maybe see that it inspires live. them to one day make the trip. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's just a, it's it's changing up. And now I have to, as a, the marketing guy for my own company, I have to figure out ways around what do we do and you you do marketing for your company are you looking at this and saying we're going to have to pivot we got to change this up a bit and yeah I, I think we're just trying to use every approach possible really i mean there, there's uh we do some virtual event and again it's useful even if the pandemic had never happened it, it's it's a good tool i mean i can't be everywhere you know i travel yeah. the whole country but if i get out to any particular twice a year that's a lot so if i can do it you know an event with a store uh, in Idaho or wherever it is, or a, a place I don't get to that often, you keep that some level of the relationship, uh, and then you know you're able to interact with them. So I, there's a value to it. Have you done like the tasting virtually? Yeah, to a store, so they yeah. have their people in the store, and you're not there. Yeah, yeah, you know, I've done that many times. And really? Yeah, yeah. Again, it, as you said, it's better in person. It's, yeah. it's a better, but it certainly uh, allows us to get. I mean, we have a couple guys that. Uh, didn't really know our product and partook in something like that and uh, are big fans now. And and uh, it also gets them, if they are savvy enough to partake in something like that, you c it's easier to get them on the social media pages and following us. So it, it creates a longer footprint on them uh, because you can kind of keep in contact. They follow your page and they see the posts every day. And that's tough with, if you're, uh, you know, some of the uh, more traditional people, they don't like that and they just don't use social media. So you meet them and then you, you know, and then you're kind of out of their life. Whereas if you can get them to be, be uh, interactive through the social media pages, um, it's much easier to stay in touch with them. You got to get on the MeWe's if you want to capture me because that's, yeah, where, that's yeah. where I'm at. Because we got thrown off of Facebook. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still think that that was a yeah, set, you know, that was crazy. a setup. How about to, so that's to the consumer, how about to the retailer themselves, staff training, things like that? Yeah, so we've done some of that, uh, especially with some, some companies where they have multiple stores in different places, you know, you can get them all on the Zoom call. Um, so that we've done that. I, again, I, I always prefer it in person, but if I can do it, only it's either nothing or virtual. Right. Virtual is better, you know, and so uh, we kind of don't look at it as one or the other. We look at, okay, wait, in, the, in this scenario, which is the more effective one? Uh, logistically and and uh, based on the store. Yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting. We had talked during the show of cigar smoking as of, you know, even dealing with a, with a company as a, as a retailer that I want to meet the people that own the company and I want to know about their product. And uh, it, it was just such a hands-on uh, business, unlike a lot of, a lot of other businesses 
I've said it to people that get into the cigar industry and say say that to them that this is a very person to person type of thing, and all of a sudden it was taken taken away. As it was taken away, sales grew. Yeah. So maybe my conception of this is a hands-on thing maybe isn't as true as we thought it was. I mean, the world's changing. I mean, yeah. I, I was in a, a group uh, of different – I was the only cigar person uh, of you know, different businesses and adjusting to the uh, the pandemic, and, and it was a virtual thing. And they asked, you know, when do you think you'll be on a plane? And this was last April. I said, oh, probably by June. And they were, like, shocked. They're like, this June? Like, they thought – like, every other answer was was next year, maybe two years. Like, it oh, was – so so there's – the world is just changing. And, and I, I have to say, I've, par- I've partaken a lot of these Zoom groups and different things they do every Tuesday night. And, and, and you know, there's a value to it. You see guys that, like, they, they don't live near a shop or – they work, uh, you know, all day, and they don't really have, you know, they have a family, and so they can go out at 9 p.m. on their back porch and partake with all these guys. So, I mean, I, I think it would be a mistake not to take advantage of it. It's a, it's a huge thing, and and, uh, and again, I'm old school. I, I'd like to. It's like if I had a book, like I like to read a book. I don't like ebooks. It's yeah. just not, I like to turn the page. I like, but if I was selling books, uh, I would have ebooks because there's a lot of people that's how they read books now. And so right. for me, it's not my place to say, okay, this is how it should be. I kind of. Just say, okay, what's the market like? It's like big ring gauge cigars. I mean, I don't smoke uh, an 8x80. Yeah. God knows we sell a lot of them. And if the market wants that, that's who am I to tell them, okay, yeah. no, no, we're not going to make that because I don't think you should smoke that size. Yeah, so companies have to adapt to the changes. Like retailers are going to have to adapt to the changes that ends up happening. And the consumer may like it. I'll tell you, our listenership is stronger than it's ever been. I, yeah. After it's 12 years now for the Cigar Authority, and I can't believe the growth we have every single month. You'd think at a certain point we've kind of capped, we've got to have our audience, but it's growing. It'll be interesting to see when people are really 100% out and about, do they push this aside and say, oh my God, I'm never watching another Zoom call ever again. I want to meet with people, or I'm able, our competition, which is concerts and movies and people going to, uh, different events they didn't have that so the only form of entertainment they had was have a oh god please tell me that we are not the only form of someone's entertainment if that's the case you need you really need to look at your life what were they going to do they're not going to concerts bank of new hampshire pavilion up here in guilford uh they're going to be open 100 percent capacity this summer Hmm. my wife and i just bought luke bryan tickets even though i'm dreading going because i hate country music but he's a he's a owns a cigar store right yeah in florida Mm -hmm. so but yeah 100 percent capacity really um the ufc has a show coming up i think tonight is it tonight yeah full arena Right? I think so. I think they have one tonight. I think it's full arena. Yeah, like twelve thousand people or something, and they're gonna. It's every ticket is sold, and it's gonna be the first complete full thing. It's tonight show. Wow. Yeah, okay. most people. I th- again, I think most people are gonna want to come back to the experience, but there's some that are gonna not want to, and that's again, like, you guys are a great example. I mean, you have your online side, you have the three stores, and so whatever happens, you, you're kind of prepared. You have you have this uh, avenue, and so you're able to reach people in a lot of different ways, and. And however the you know scenario develops, you have uh, you have some aspect of your business that can can address that. Um, and now that you had such a great year, and all these manufacturers had a great year, and there wasn't all the, the, that many events and things happened, do you look at that and say? We don't have to invest that kind of money into all these events. I think that's a mistake. I think okay. it, I think when it's kind of like a lot of retailers, they would say, "Well, you know, the lounge is closed." 
and I'm still doing the same amount of business mm. or more or whatever. What do I need a lounge for? But that guy couldn't really go anywhere. He, so there was no option. And when you had nobody on the road, um, then you're kind of on an even playing field. But once it becomes an option, I think, again, to go back to the point, it's still a face-to-face business in many, many ways. And I think the guy that comes in the store and meets with consumers and meets with you guys uh, has an advantage over the guy that's ca- calling you on the phone for a Zoom call once a quarter. Uh, not to say you can't do it that way, but to me, I, I would feel that I had a, an advantage being able to come and see in person. I'm glad you're saying that because I did see a lot of companies get rid of their reps. Yeah. And they go into a different model, and they probably did very, very well doing it, but the, you guys weren't on the road. The, you know, there was no competition. So. Yeah, and in solving a problem, you know, a lot of times some people, you know, uh, the Northeast is generally not a problem. They tell you how they feel. But yeah. a lot of places, you know, it's, it, they're less likely to kind of say something over the phone to you. And so if you're in person, they say, no, we had this issue or, oh, we have this idea. And you get more out of the conversation in person. Um, with people, then plus you, facial cues are huge. Yeah, thing. yeah, uh, tonality and everything, and e- doing it emails and everything like that. It's easy to miscommunicate. So, I think that uh, I think I think if you're in person, there's just so much more opportunity than there is a phone call or an email. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, business as usual, and I, but I'm I'm looking at the at the hybrid thought here because we did so well with it, and we can pull it off here. We have a studio and everything. We can pull these things yeah. off. I wonder if I could even pull off the anniversary party as a hybrid model mm. in, in this time to do it of, you know, we get the hopefully full crowd mm. that we're going to get, but also if every, anybody wanted to ever look behind the curtain and, you know, they're far, far away and I, I'd like to come see that sometime. Maybe that becomes a commercial that they see it. And yeah, absolutely. I mean, and especially, I mean, it's great to, when uh, I got to go two years ago, it was my first time. And, and just, you know, seeing who's going to, oh, you know, you can get out. And the whole way you set it up is really, it's exciting. So you're sitting there watching that. I think if you see that at home and see, you know, oh, man, I'd love to win a camper. Or I'd love yeah. to win your car. Or I'd love to win a trip with Vegas. And, yeah. you know, oh, I would, I'd take the money. And, you know, you start playing along in your head, you know, yeah. as you watch. So I think that would be. Uh, I'm sure. Terrence, you can attest to the fact that there's nothing else like it, really. That. No, it's amazing. It's a, it's a great it's a it's a great event, and so yeah, I mean, like it's so hard to get people to pay attention now. I mean, I can't tell you how many times, you know, you, t- you tell somebody about the product for the first time, and you've been in the business for all these years and everything like that. So if you can reach more people, um, that's just key. And, and you know, you know, somebody could say, oh, I, I never knew what uh, you know the, the anniversary party was like, and then they see that and they yeah. go, wow, that'd be something that's worth me driving an hour or two or flying in to see or something. Yeah. Or the person that feels awkward, they, they're not going to know anybody, mm-hmm. you know, they, yeah. they're not going to go, if they went, they would go by themselves and they say, oh, you know, I don't want to do that. This, we, we have big customers that's never spent a minute in our lounge. Yeah. And they just grab their stuff and go and I, you know, try to, you should hang out with these guys and stuff. No, no, no. <laughs> they're, they're, I don't know awkward around other people or whatever are you talking about me you yeah we didn't want to say anything but yes but yeah you don't want to i I went solo way back in the day right what uh you had teased in the uh show about having a new segment oh i do have a new segment so here it is this is a new segment it's time for the strength and character segment and it's brought to you by camacho cigars the icon of uncompromised values and i'm supposed to ask the guest if i have a guest here and I have two choices, either um, 
strength or character. I'm going to go with uh, your strengths. What is your strength, your superpower? What is your strength or superpower? Are we talking about like magical things or like actually like <laughs> anything? <laughs> Any, anything you say it would be. Like, or, well, I mean, you're like, I, oh, I'd like to be invisible or like it's. No, what, no. what you already have as a power. Okay, okay. Not what yeah. you wish it would be. Okay. Uh, I would say, um, I'd say the ability to connect with people. I, I think I, I, I can, this business has so many different types of individuals and, and people in it. And uh, it's, it's important to be able to go and talk to different people and, and have a conversation. And, and I feel connected with you. Yeah, see, for it's, it's all right. You know, the, even Barry, I feel connected with Barry. It's the greatest day of my life. Greatest day of our lives. Yeah? <laughs> that is the most important, as a salesperson anyway, we, we have to adapt to the next person that walks in, in there. And, you know, the guy's loud, we get louder. Yeah. It's them, the it, quiet guy, you get quieter. Yeah, I mean, the number one thing is, is trust. And, and a lot of that is, does this person understand me? Does this person get what I, you know, who I am? And, and when you can do that, it's that much easier. Is that different than, does this person know who I am? Because I get a lot of bad looks when I say that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a different thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think that's a different thing. And just because it's the first time doing this, if I was, tell me about your character, your, your mental or moral qualities distinctive to an individual. So I, I think uh, humility is important. Uh, you know, I think uh, at some point life really breaks you at some point and you have to be able to get through that and, and uh, you need humility for that. And uh and this business is very difficult. I mean, you come out, you spend all this time on a project and it doesn't work out. And, uh, you know, you've got to go back to the drawing board. And, and uh, there's always challenges. We got the government coming after us every which way. And then you have, uh, you know, there's constant, you know, uh, frustrations. And so you have to kind of take an approach of humility. Well, with Aganosa Leaf, you went there, you made some immediate changes right away to a company that had been in existence before you came along. Uh, you couldn't have added a thousand. You didn't hit every one. How do they handle that with you? So they let you go? And say, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I think so. overall it's gone very well. So I think any, any road bumps uh, have, have, been, have been minor. But for the ones there are, quite frankly, uh, it usually <laughs> was something I said to do the, uh, the opposite. So I usually didn't get blamed for it because uh, my, my idea was, was different. So um, I haven't, fortunately, knock on wood, had a situation where I, I said uh, this is going to work and it, it didn't thus yeah. far but i've had that happen god knows many times overall of in my course, career we all have one we're yeah. not perfect and and do it. it have you came up with crazy ideas that were just shot down and yeah we're not doing that yeah I've, you know we had yeah. some yeah we've had some you know sometimes you know like naming a cigar you come up with a name that you think is going to be great and then you kind of like eh, maybe that's what, not the you, right thing to you say mean you know? like any cubans uh, yeah. That was one of yours, right? It Dave? was. It was. I thought that was a great idea. Any Cubans? Yeah, I got any Cubans? Sure, right over here. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I did. Yeah. As much as I thought it was going to be the grand slam, it was so negative to the person. I yeah, did. yeah, I got so mad. Yeah, they said, "Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about." And I, you don't find that funny yeah. at all? No. Yeah. Nothing. No. I mean, that's. And, but that's how you. You. I mean, you learn more from those type of things than you do from success. And that's so, it. Uh, you know, years ago we did a project with this guy, and uh, he he he. He was somebody that uh, it was in the entertainment world. And so we, we kind of took the approach of like, okay, let him tell us what he wants. And so then it's kind of on him. And because he didn't really know about the business and the process, it, it didn't work out. And, uh, and so you, I kind of learned, it's like, okay, you've got to really involve yourself and say, well, that's probably not a good idea. And these are the reasons yes. why, um, you know, and take that kind of put your... Uh, take him under your wing, so to speak. Yeah, because, uh, you know, it, we were just kind of, you know, ah, oh, this guy's, you know, 
well, famous, and uh, we'll just do it his way, and then it didn't work out. Was anyway. it Justin Bieber by any chance? Yeah, it was. It was Justin Bieber. <laughs> I'm a believer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a believer? Believer. Yeah. Believer. All right. That's the after show. That's all we got. So we'll catch you on Saturday show. Who's Aroa Saturday coming? We're talking about tobacco farming. You'd fit right in here with yeah. your company for sure. Yeah. But we're going to learn a lot about uh, the farming of tobacco and uh, what goes into that. So. Yeah. yeah, those guys are awesome. They have great tobacco. Yes. Stick the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.